This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was kids' jokes. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. And I'm Adam Lustick. And it is episode number 231. Is that Bill, correct? I think that's correct, Bill. How come we've never done the funny thing where you say you're Adam and I say I'm Billy? We've hmm. never done that. We've never... I'm just... I think my... If I were to guess, I think it's because it's not that funny. Oh, is that... No, good call. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you want to give it a shot? I shouldn't have been so rude. Do you want to give it a shot? Yeah, let, let's just... just run it right back right let's here just right try now? It. Let's just try it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um... Okay, welcome back. I'm Adam Lustick. And I'm Billy Scafiri. Okay. No, you so were right. It was, it we'd like to focus group that out to other yeah. listeners of No Joke. Please let us know if that was a funny moment. <laughs> it is important to capitalize on a funny moment out the gate on podcasts. For new listeners, they want to know if they're going to be charmed for the next 44 minutes. So let us know. At nojokepod at gmail.com, nojokepod on Twitter. Let us know if the was first Was that funny? Was that worth was it? Was that funny? <laughs> it is so true, though. It's just like, as comedians, people who have done live shows before, there really is almost nothing, especially in a sketch, like an individual comedy sketch, there is nothing more important and more stressful than the first laugh. It's like if, mm. if, the, if the premise of the sketch gets a laugh, you're like, whew, okay, great. And if it doesn't, you're like, oh, baby. <laughs> I think that's true for both the performer and the audience. Oh, yeah. I think both are, like, desperate to feel comfortable by yes. saying, okay, we got the first laugh out of the way. Exactly. Yeah. As I was watching I, last night the sort of, like, you know, the little clips of, like, the Zoom Democratic National Convention with all the speeches with Bernie and Michelle Obama, I was like, yes, it is a little, like, whatever. It doesn't have the same, like, stadium pep rally feel without, like, it being in a huge arena. But also, like, I don't know, like, it not just from a sort of theater critic point of view, it also sort of takes the pressure off. There was something a little bit like, I don't know, I could relax a little more into it. Even if it was just like Michelle Obama direct a camera address, like it take, it does take the pressure off of like, you don't need the same pressure for like applause lines or whatever. I actually almost preferred it this way in a weird way. Really? So you're yeah. saying from the, you're saying from the viewer standpoint, it felt like a less pressurized event. That, that was my, that was my experience as we're, as we're talking about like audience expectations, the audience holding with bated breath, waiting for that first laugh, waiting for that first applause. Like with that pressure removed, I was able to like, I feel like actually hear the speeches a little more saliently and clean and clearly or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, what did you think about the Democratic National Convention day one? Well, again, I really only I only saw clips and snippets. Um, mm-hmm. Michelle Obama is a, a brilliant person, obviously, and like her speech, mm-hmm. I found very inspiring. And I saw a few clips of Bernie. That was really it until because I really only sort of tuned into the very end. I saw some clips on Twitter, and then I sort of tuned into the live broadcast of it, sort of only at the at the tail end. So I caught mm-hmm. sort of the back half of Michelle Obama's speech, and then the really bizarre public access, very f- weird Billy Porter. Stephen Stills musical uh, performance that was like right out of a Tim and Eric episode that I thought. Hold was... on, hold on. They did a musical performance, like a like a yeah. like, um, 
What would you call those? Like a dance? Like one of those interpretive dances? No, he's saying, you know that song, Something's Happening Here. What is sure. it? Okay, so that was like the whatever. So Stephen Stills played it on guitar, and Billy Porter, Broadway icon and an amazing performer, sang it and sang the song. But it was like, I don't know how to describe it. All I can, Tim and Eric is my, my reference point. It was like very public access, Sesame Street graphics, weird C SPAN. I mean, it was like. If C-SPAN, it was literally if C-SPAN made a music video, and it was okay. that was like the end of it. That was like, and I guess some of the networks maybe cut away from that or something. But mm-hmm. I happened to see it because I was just watching the live stream on my phone, and it was unexpected and weird and great. <laughs> there are some choices that people and adults make that they think. <laughs> Like I, I get so confused by, and so something like that. It's yeah. like the the D, the Democratic National Convention is kind of like a pep rally, correct? Totally. It's a it's, in normal uh, years, in normal times. Yes, in normal yeah. real years, it's yeah. kind of a pep rally. This year, it's kind of I imagine not only a pep rally, but also trying to find center leaning voters that are going to just look for a little bit of normalcy or a little bit of like in these turbulent times right. and these unexpected times with Trump. I'm just looking right. for some normalcy. Right. So to provide a Tim and Eric musical sketch at the end of <laughs> your... <laughs> it's, it's funny. And it was just like, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, the whole vibe was just funny because again, like in a live context, a musical performance is something you have people cheering and standing and clapping and waving and there's kinetic energy, but like divorced mm-hmm. from the live element of it, it's just kind of funny kind of funny i mean like right. it's just a little bit silly but uh-huh. also moving and lovely in its own way because billy porter is just like this force of this performing force of nature which is great and it's a wonderful classic song that everyone loves but still it was just like funny to it was just funny in it's sort of lo-fi production value way okay well i wonder adam if billy porter's performance at the democratic national convention will be as funny as today's episode <laughs> i wonder it's probably as funny as the first minute in which we said our names differently. <laughs> probably as funny as that. But I'm wondering if it's going to be as funny as today's episode because yes. today's episode, Adam, is directly about humor. Not only is Correct. it directly about humor, it is directly about jokes. Correct. Not only is it directly about jokes, yes. it is directly about children's jokes. Jokes for kids. Yeah. Jokes <laughs> For kids. Yes. Today's episode is going to be kids' jokes, and not unlike the episodes we've done recently, we are going to have a list in front of us. This yeah. comes from a website called Red Triangle, and they have listed tricycle. The Red tricycle. Excuse me, Red Tricycle, yeah. and yes. it, they have listed. 249 yes. children's jokes for our pleasure. These are very much in the sort of popsicle stick vein, uh, very pun heavy. Uh, mm-hmm. And so Billy and I are going to, one of us is going to say the setup to the joke and the other person is going to try to guess the punchline. Very simple. That very is simple correct. game. Yes. This feels like a game that I want to and believe <laughs> I can thrive in. <laughs> yeah, me too. Billy, you were born, you were born for this mm, in many ways. I think I think that many of us were born for this. I think yes. you were born for this. I'm certain my father was born for this. <laughs> That's what I'm we said before we started recording. Ryan oh, was yeah. born for this. Um, oh, is Ryan a goofball like that? Does he like like sort of like knee slapper, but I'm ching popsicle Ryan stick type writes jokes? jokes. My oh, nephew Ryan really? writes jokes. I did not know this. <laughs> he writes his own jokes and did he performs them for me over the phone. Wait, what? Oh my god! It yes. fully runs in the family. Fully. Oh yes. my god. He and my father, grandfather and grandson, oh are god. such good <laughs> buddies because <laughs> they love the same silly jokes. Oh my god! So this episode is for my father and my nephew, dedicated um, to you, Adam. Guys. Do you have red tri- uh, what is it? Red tricycle in front of you. I do. I have it right in my hot little hand. 
Let's get this started. You keep saying hot little hand, and every time you say it, it makes my stomach just like squirm. (laughs) It is gross. It is an objectively gross thing to say. Why little? The little is the worst part. Why hot? A sweaty palm? (laughs) Who wants to receive anything from a sweaty palm? Yeah, it's gross. I agree. All right. Well, sweaty palms aside, Adam, can I pick a number one through 249? You You tell me the setup, and I try and guess the punchline. You better, Bill. You better. Let's start with 101. 101. Okay. Here we go. Scrolling, Mm -hmm. scrolling. Okay. Okay, Bill. Mm -hmm. Why did the man put his money in the freezer? Why did the man put his money money in the freezer? freezer? Because he wanted cold, hard cash. Quite literally, verbatim, exactly correct. No way. <laughs> he the, it says he wanted cold hard cash exclamation point. So you stuck it I'm to the wall, Bill. Talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you literally nailed it to the wall perfectly. Bullseye. That is Bullseye, very Bill. satisfying for Billy. That is <laughs> more satisfying than I am leading on right now. We call that a bullseye. Yeah, okay, nice Adam. Well done. <laughs> Good job, Bill. Um, Adam, let's see if you can lead off with the yeah, same I'm nervous now. Uh, yeah. Double to the gap. You uh, okay. pick a number. One okay, here we go. I'm going to go with uh, what is commonly understood to be the least funny number, 67. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know how common that was, but um, 67, all business. I'm just scrolling for a while. Okay, okay yeah. here we go, Adam. Okay, I'm ready. I'd say there's a 80% chance you get this. Okay. Where do pencils go on vacation? Where do pencils go mm-hmm. on vacation now i have mm-hmm. to admit i'm a little self-conscious here because i don't I, I don't know if i have the same proficiency at this that you do but we're about to find out where do pencils go on vacation i'm thinking of do like, you want there... you can always ask for a, a tip or a hint okay cool i'm a tip a tip pencil tip is there a uh, let me just can i can do you mind if i talk through my process my, my thought process here a little bit yeah, where do pencils out loud please where do pencils go on vacation i'm thinking about a sharpener i'm thinking about a pencil box they live in a pencil box sharpeners they're a pun um okay let's say to the to the um oh geez i'm gonna need for children don't overthink it it's for children where do pencils go on vacation um they go to the uh uh, bill don't you know that where do pencils go on vacation they go you're struggling dude this is this is kind of sad and hard to listen to (laughs) i don't know know, bill i need a hint (laughs) the hint is um the hint is that not a lot of people go here for vacation. Um, it is a state, however, in America. Okay. <laughs> um, Where do pencils pens- don't overthink Pennsylvania? It. My guy. Ding, ding, ding. Is that right? Okay, phew. Ding, ding, ding. Jesus Christ. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Sweating here. Good God. Adam, I am. I, I could feel your nerves. I could feel you kind of pacing. <laughs> yeah, that actually, in my micro experience, that actually wasn't fun. <laughs> I could feel it. Yeah. I could feel how those forty-five seconds weren't for fun for me. Yeah, I could feel you saying, "Just tell me, just tell just, me, just, just tell me." <laughs> Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Right. Yeah. Let's see if uh, we can make this a little more fun. My turn, Adam. I choose the number five. Number five. Okay, here we go. Scroll. We're scrolling. We're scrolling. We're scrolling. Number five. Okay, Bill. Number five. This one goes out to you, Frank and Ryan. Here we go. What did the left eye say to the right eye? What did the left eye? Say to the right eye. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's not here's looking at you. Oh, that's it's really good. I see you. It's not I, 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 I. The left it's eye not, say to the right eye. 
The left eye said to the right eye, uh, I look like you. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. Pretty good, Bill. All those punchlines work. The, the punchline here on the website is, what did the left eye say to the right eye? Between us, something smells. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> That gap, that pause where I didn't say anything was me trying to understand that. And then once I understood it, I thought that's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's like – it's funny. It's just like so that, like you expect it to be pun-based, but some like take it a little bit – a step further, a little bit more abstract. There's a no- nasal reference there. So that's – Didn't see – yeah. I didn't see a new body part being the punchline exactly. to that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I would – if this was the family feud and we polled 100 kids yeah. um, about the punchline to that joke, I would guess that zero would actually get that pun. <laughs> totally. That correct. almost feels like an AP level, almost mm-hmm. like, yeah, that mm-hmm. almost feels like an advanced sort of an advanced metric punchline there. Mm-hmm. But, um, but Adam, let's try and squeeze in one more okay, for hit you. Me. We're at the 13-minute mark. Okay, here we go. In honor of the 13-minute mark, give me number 13, Bill. Love that. Number 13. Love that. Scrolling okay. back up to unlucky number okay. 13. My breath is rising. My chest is tightening. Here we go. His chest is tightening. <laughs> Why did the kid cross the playground, Adam? Okay. To get to the other slide. Bingo, bango. Yes. We are going into okay. an ad break on no, a I feel great. Man. <laughs> That was the equivalent of Adam walking out into half court at a crowded basketball game yeah. saying, give me the basketball, swishing it, taking his $50,000 check and walking 50, off the court. Yes. My man just smoked question 13. Why did the kid cross the playground to get to the other slide? Okay, we're You're damn well it. right he did. You are damn well right he crossed the playground to get to the other slide. <laughs> This Great. is the Kids Jokes episode. That is an Apex Kids joke. We're yeah. going into an act break. Adam, right. is there any sort of kid joke or slide-based song you can so, think of? Something slides. Slip There's the electric away. slide. There's the electric There's slip slide. sliding away. Of course. Of course. Yep. The electric slide. Yes. Mm-hmm. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. The electric slide is, of course, a bar mitzvah staple. Slip sliding away is, of course, a baby boomer staple. So those mm-hmm. are two... Uh, <laughs> Two good options. Any um, preference between the two? Um, I would love to hear the electric slide, honestly, in, in five days when I scrub through this episode. I would love to be surprised to hear that we picked the electric slide. <laughs> All right. Well, this is the electric slide. We will be right back Great. with more No Joke. It's She's a woman like 
Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. That was the iconic electric slide by Marsha Griffiths. That's a tune. That's a tune. That is a tune? Yes. Um, Adam, did you ever watch The Electric Company? Oh, you know, I feel not not really. I know that it was like a PBS thing that was around the time that we were like in our youth. Um, mm. But I didn't I – didn't, I don't think I really am too familiar with The Electric Company. Are you – was that one of your shows that you watched? Because – no, no, I didn't watch it very much, but I do remember our mutual friends like Shockwave, maybe UTK. Yeah. A couple of friends were on the reboot that yes. happened. And I wasn't sure if it was like a slightly more hip, cool, fun version of Sesame Street. Um, I don't really know. I was hoping that you were going to tell me Man. the difference in vibes. I, t- I, in, in my in my culture, my sort of tangential, sort of like two steps removed cultural memory, it was like a cooler version of Sesame Street, but I really mm-hmm. don't know. Um, would yeah. you say that the reboot that Shockwave and UTK did was gritty? Maybe it no, was gr- I would oh. not. I would not. I would not say it was gritty in any capacity. It was pretty playful. We do have a gritty reboot voicemail that we do need to get to. Yes. But I want to uh, – one thing I did learn from watching The Electric Company, and yeah. I actually did learn this, was watching Shockwave. Shockwave, for those who don't know, is in the family of Utkarsh and Lin-Manuel Miranda and uh, Freestyle Love Supreme, yep. all those dudes. He is the – he is the de facto beatboxer, oh, yeah. a good friend of ours as yes. well. And he went on the electric company to teach kids how to beatbox, and he gave the most simple and easy-to-understand oh. lesson. Beatboxing, to start, is really just two words. It's the word boots, and it's the word cuts. Right, right. And if you just say boots, cuts, boots, cuts, boots, cuts, boots, cuts, you immediately have... You're doing it. You're beatboxing. You're doing, yeah. you're doing it, Peter. <laughs> you're doing you're it. Doing it. Yeah. So that's a little lesson I can share to the group via our boy Shockwave. Boots, cuts, cuts. boots, cuts. Yep. Uh, Shockwave was also the de facto beatboxer in all the sort of, you know, when Billy, when you and I were doing those freestyle rap slash comedy shows hosted by dear friend Eliza Skinner in New York, Chris, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. Shockwave, was the man. Still remain. He remains the man. Yeah. He is, was, and always will be the man. He was um, also, he is also on the Hamilton mixtape. So there's oh, a that's Hamilton cool. album. There's the Hamilton album with the cast recording. But then, I don't know if we've talked about it before. Maybe we talked about it on the Hamilton episode. But Lin-Manuel brought in the Mob Deeps of the world and the Fat Joes of the world and, the, I don't know, Jay Coles, whoever it is. And everyone hopped on a different track. Yes. And Shockwave uh, dropped the beat for one of the songs awesome. on the album. Which is awesome. a great company for him. Seriously, so cool. Um, Adam, I mentioned very briefly that we do have a voicemail, yeah. and come hell or high water, I'm going to learn how to play voicemails on this podcast <laughs> once again. So what do you say we try and listen to a gritty reboot pitched by our friend oh, yes. Bennett, who's been on the show before? Yes. Um, you might know him from the Frequencies episode, talking about radio, <laughs> audio radio frequencies. <laughs> that is how the listeners know him. That is also how we know him. So let's play one of Bennett's two gritty reboots that he sent us now. Great. And then we will come back and uh, discuss and then get into some more kids jokes. Perfect. Hey, Billy and Adam, this is Bennett. I love you guys. Also, I got a couple gritty reboots I need to pitch to you. Okay, the first one, presenting the new one-hour drama, Mayday. It's 1975, Boston, Massachusetts. There's an up-and-coming relief pitcher in the Red Sox organization, Sam Mayday Malone. And this new gritty reboot follows Sam's journey as he experiences the highs of making it in the majors, but also fighting with his demons of rampant sex addiction and alcoholism, all with a younger coach, Ernie Pantuso, trying to keep Sam on the straight and narrow. 
and we have some flashbacks to Sam's past where we come to understand his hatred of nerds through bullying and him adopting the jock lifestyle as a way to protect himself and also why he's totally non-confrontational and can't tell anyone how he really feels. Uh, and ultimately, he starts to find solace in this dimly lit bar underneath a seafood restaurant, this place where everybody knows his name and he feels comfortable. And while it is a sight of him getting drunk and having these dark nights, it ultimately becomes the place of his sobriety and reinvention. And so we follow him on this journey, flashing back and forth through the highs and the lows on the new show, Mayday. Okay. Well, Bennett, as a Massachusetts native, doesn't surprise mm. me that he would sort of tap into the Cheers oeuvre. That makes a lot of sense to me. I really like that mm -hmm. idea. Really good the word idea, Bennett. Mayday, the word Mayday is gritty. It's gritty. It means help, help, help. Yes. Yeah. You don't scream. You don't scream or say Mayday unless it is a Mayday type sitch. Like, is there a casual Mayday sitch where you're just like, maybe I'll send a Mayday over to Bill? <laughs> no, Mayday to me is military lingo for like the. I think it literally is. It's a little like the plane is going down, I think. or the boat is going sinking. down. Something's going down. Yeah, right? we're sinking. Yeah. Right. Like, um, so if, if a party was going down, like if a DJ dropped an awesome song, we're like, yo, it's going down right now. We would not say Mayday, Mayday, correct? Billy, I think you just stumbled upon a pretty awesome reappropriation of Mayday. Like, not like the, like the boat is going down, like we're sinking, but like, yo, shit is going down in like an yo, awesome it's way. it's going down Mayday. Right now. This song is my jam. Mayday. Mayday. I think that's good. I think that's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> okay. That's a fun little win. Yeah, I think you just um, invented that. Have you ever been... Have you ever been to the actual Cheers? Oh, the, oh, the actual – no. You know what? I have not. I have never mm -hmm. have. Have you? Yeah. Really? We, the Scafuri family went – it was somewhere in Massachusetts, and it's an underground bar, and you really only see the sign. We didn't go into the actual location. I doubt the bar actually yeah. looks like the bar there. But Is the it not in is, Boston? Is it not like in the city of Boston proper? Is it somewhere I else? I think it is. No, no. I think it is. Yeah, yeah I think it is. Um, I don't know. Our family used to kind of vacation in that area cool. in various parts of Massachusetts and cool. stuff. Um, but I was young enough that when we saw it, I was like, whoa, there's the sign for Cheers. And then I was like, whoa, mom, there's also the sign for Victoria's Secret. Because I thought that Victoria's Secret was also like this, like, there's only one. I didn't even know what they sold. But I was like, I think this is like another interesting. Are we like in a museum right now? And he's like, no, those are like underpants and thongs underpants. and bras. Victoria and has these. many secrets. She has secrets all over the country. It's not just the yes. one secret. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, thank um, you, Bennett. Did you watch? Did you watch Cheers, Billy? I never really watched Cheers. Was a, like slightly before my television watching time, and, and I haven't really mm -hmm. gone back to experience it too much. Was that part of your I, life? I watched it a little with my folks. It was yeah. definitely on in the Scafuri household. Really? Yeah. Um, However, I we didn't really like. I didn't watch it like growing up, like I did Seinfeld when it was like yes. I got old enough to keep watching it if I wanted yes. to. However, everyone says that the pilot to cheers is like the best pilot really ever written interesting yeah interesting everyone that it is commonly known that um you know amongst writers i should say yeah how they lay out every single character so easily and simply and you really feel like you know the whole cast by the time it's over so i did watch that a couple of times cool. and i gotta tell you it really is great writing yeah but man like the the way they talk about women oh oh sure <laughs> it's all pretty rich oh i'm sure it's God. all like yeah. some shows and like it's it's a progressive show. You can tell that they're trying to handle deal with progressive things, but like at the time, woof, it is a, a product a of little, its era. 
Yeah. Yeah, just like a little. Uh, <laughs> just, watching some old television shows are definitely cringy. Yes. Uh, we should we should remark on this because I knew it as soon as we did a couple of episodes ago, we were talking about movie quotes and we ended up playing a song from Dumbo where the crows sing, uh, When I See an Elephant Fly. And in but while, while we were like not on mic, we were talking about it. I was like, I think this is like very racist. <laughs> this song mm. is like mm-hmm. deeply, deeply racist. Just the like crows as proxies for black people and just like their quote unquote accent and the way that they are, their disposition and their demeanor and their affect. I was like, I think this is like widely known to be quite racially insensitive. So, yeah. and I think we were right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, good look. I think that anytime, I think it's a good little lesson where um, we're all going to make mistakes. We're yeah. all going to say things that were like, whoops, I shouldn't have said that. And yeah. if you do acknowledge, whether it's two weeks later or an hour later, oh, that yeah. in retrospect, that was the wrong play. Totally. I think you get points for that. I oh, think that, yeah. uh, so uh, an awareness. Kudos to you for bringing that back up. I, I should also mention that my sister texted me and she's like, can't play that crow's song anymore you that's just racist yeah, exactly. you can't be doing that exactly. anymore exactly okay but um, so lessons I mean, learned yes lessons learned but that cheers cast just the cast itself is iconic because you have like bb mm. newworth and john ratzenberger who's the mailman right he plays the postal worker mm-hmm. i believe mm-hmm. and george went ted danson obviously um and then kelsey Grammer as fraser crane don't sleep on Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Yeah. <laughs> Kirstie Alley. Oh, jeez, man. Shelley I mean, like, Long. It's a murderer's row. I mean, that's sick. That's yeah. great. Man. Yeah. Great show. Great show. Not a lot of kids' jokes. In Not a lot of kids' show. jokes. Not However. a lot of kids' But we got the kids' and that jokes. Is- we got the kids' jokes now. We have 249, I think, couldn't, not 250. Couldn't Can't quite really get it. Explain <laughs> why Red Tricycle couldn't just just add one more playground joke. They were like, 249 is good. Even just repeat one of the 249, we won't know. We wouldn't mm-hmm. know the difference. Seriously. <laughs> hey, double up. Seriously. We don't know. <laughs> good call. <laughs> um, what do you say we try and slip in a few more kids' jokes, see if the listeners at home can get them as well as us okay, before Bill. we go into our second Give me a number, break. brother. Give me a number. I'll uh, give you my them. number is going to be, let's call it, let's, let's imagine that the joke writers got yep. tired yep. around <laughs> 250. Oh, shoot. Okay, we're going Sorry. bottom of the barrel. Here we go. 215. Scroll, scroll, yep. scroll. Okay, scroll. and we are – okay, here we go, Bill. <clears throat> Nice scroll. Oh, so this one is actually submitted by Joshua Y, age nine. Okay. Mm. So this is an actual straight from the mouth of babes. Here we go. Why did the chicken go to the hospital? Okay. Another travel-based <laughs> joke. We travel. just had why did the kid go across the playground? Why did the chicken go to the hospital? Go, go to the hospital. Correct. Um, Good luck, Bill. And I'm here for he a hint. He fell off the building one. and his back was clocked. <laughs> no, Billy. His back was all clucked up. <laughs> mangled. So, mangled. So you his back was mangled, his whole spine was just clucked up. <laughs> okay. Um I don't know if Joshua Y had the access to that sort of <laughs> would be very impressed with this level of maturity if he was making a pun on the F word. Uh, but yeah, his mangled. punchline, what mangled? Why did the chicken go to the hospital? Because it needed some tweetment. Hmm. Chickens don't tweet, Josh. Why? Chickens don't. 
Josh, why gotta just like have to call you out on yeah. this? If you're going to improve as a joke writer, you have to understand that ultimately they need to make sense. Yeah. And chickens don't tweet the cluck. Does it make a ton of sense? Does it? Am make I wrong it? in saying that? Maybe I'm wrong, and Josh Why is actually the person who knows. What he's no, I think chicken say that chickens tweet. No, I wouldn't. I would say that they cluck. I would say that his back was all clucked up. I think that makes more sense to me, to <laughs> my ear. I would say maybe tweet would be like I would say like why did Jack Dorsey go to the hospital because he needed mm. some tweetment. I would say like okay. Okay, now, at this better. point, Mike, <laughs> I'm a I feel like tweet. animals on the ground don't tweet. I feel like you have to be in a branch if you're going to tweet. Completely sign off. I'm literally giving you thumbs up. I echo mm-hmm. that. I, ca- I underline that statement. I endorse that message. The yeah. tweet is, sky- like- is skybound. You're, air- you're yeah, airbound. Skybound, exactly. If you're earthbound, you don't tweet. No, you if you're skybound, you could tweet to your... So if anyone has Josh Wise email address, <laughs> please send it to us, nojokepod at gmail.com. We have some thoughts. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't even say improvements. No, I would just, just maybe just tell him to maybe pull that from the list. In yeah. fact, if you have read Tricycle's email address, we'd yes. like to... Uh, We'd like to formally pull Josh Wise's joke from the list. Yes. And again, no, no, no offense to Josh. Josh this is, it's, look, comedy is an evolution. We're all learning. This is like, yes. we're all learning here. So, yes. Yeah, really Grow important. and learn. Okay. Um, his back, with the chicken's back was mangled. Mangled. And his spine was all clucked up. Mangled. Okay. <laughs> mangled. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, a kid's joke. <laughs> his back was mangled. Spine was all clucked up. All right, Amazing. Lusto, we have okay. one more. Let's uh let's go one more before the act. Give me even oh, hun- give me even 100. 100, yeah, okay. 100. Yeah. Like Limp Bizkit, we're scrolling, 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 scrolling. All right, we are almost there and we're okay. here. Okay. Ready. Okay. <laughs> Good for you. Okay. Here we go. Okay. What did one toilet say to the other toilet? Okay, what did one toilet say to the other toilet? Um, can't talk, I'm in a flush. Does that make I'm sense? In a flush. Does that like make sense? A rush. Yeah, that like doesn't a really. Rush. Yeah. I wonder where the toilet is flushing off. Where is he flushing off to? Um, um, let me get what did one toilet say to the other toilet? Um, not a bad guess, Adam. How about this? How about this? I'm just I'm feeling a little drained. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> that's so good. You're you're really you're orbiting around Am the I? correct answer yes. according to redtrice.com yes. is you look flushed. Yep. Yep, that's good. Yep. Yep. You that, look that's flushed. Yep, that's the best one. Yep, that's the can, most I'm concise. Feeling a little drained is close. Pretty, we don't drain our toilets yeah, that like, much. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't totally make the most sense. I'm feeling a little flushed is that is Right on the money. Yep, that's correct. Yep. It is funny how some jokes, like kids' jokes, there is a certain amount of like that is correct. Like jokes, like comedy is, of course, objective and like whatever, but like with kids' jokes, pop skill stick type jokes, like there almost is a correct answer. Almost. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. It's it's really identifying the one word associated with that item (laughs) and then seeing if there is a pun based answer (laughs) to satisfy the question. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right, Adam, that is the second act. I don't remember if we got any correct in that act. Um, I, in fact, I genuinely couldn't even tell you what we talked about for the past 15 minutes. <laughs> we talked about Cheers. Uh, uh, we listened okay. to Bennett's voicemail. Okay. Uh, and okay. we talked about uh, tweeting uh, being airborne and clucking being groundbound. <laughs> I guess that's a good good uh, reason why I can't really remember. There's no real logic to any of Just nonsense. Yeah. Um, mangled. Can you think of a song that's mangled or where somebody gets mangled? 
gold. Mangled. The Star Mangled Banner? The Star Mangled Banner. Billy Scafuri. The Star Mangled Banner. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. There's... Um, there's uh I can't It's really... raining man it's raining mang It's raining mang Hallelujah it's raining mangled Mangled Um Yeah there's that definitely Um there is uh of course It's the... raining men It's raining men is really good That's really good It's raining always... men Yeah I don't, I wish I knew the context for that song Was that from a movie <sighs> To me it's like a disco to me, that's like just like a disco, sort of iconic disco track. I don't know. Yeah. It might be from a movie. Also, um, It's Raining Men might be like a sort of, feels to me like a very sort of village people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if it has a queer vibe or if it's just like, if it's or if it's Raining Men. Also, just in a literal sense, feels very dangerous. If it ever were to rain men, it would be very, very Yeah, dangerous. same with Raining Cats and Dogs. Dangerous. It's raining Cats and Dogs. It's like just the sounds alone would be so stomach churning. An umbrella is not going to do the trick. Not going to do it. Ugh. Just terrible. Yes. No, it's like dropping watermelon from the sky. <laughs> we do not need that. So with that, this is It's Raining Men. We will be right back Great. with more No Joke.
welcome back to the Nerd Joke Podcast. That was the song It's Raining Men by the group The Weather Girls. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, Adam, do you have any sort of Weather Girls information in front of you, whether it's a oh, wiki? Oh, oh, let me. I can get there. I can get there. Yeah, because I think that I and all listeners of the No Joke Podcast now are wondering. I'm here. So, the band is called The Weather Girls, and their hit song is called It's Raining Men. Yep, I'm here. Do they have other songs called, like, a tornado is coming and it's filled with your love. Or <laughs> okay, um, I'm looking at their songs now. Earth heat be, wave. Do they sing oh, heat oh, wave? Oh, heat wave. Nothing. I'm not seeing any. Oh, I'm gonna wash that man right out of my hair. I think that's an old Broadway tune. I'm looking for mm-hmm. other weather references in their in their uh, discography songography here. I'm so excited. Wild thing. It's raining men. Two K twelve. Okay. <laughs> okay. Taking All right, so they space. aren't really, weather-based. Weather they aren't weather-based. They based. didn't commit to that concept. It's not, the concept mm-hmm. doesn't run that deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's All an right. amazing Well, song. we were hoping. We were hoping. We were hoping, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it's the third act of this, the No Joke Podcast. We like to remind you to rate, review, and subscribe. But if I'm being real, yeah. if I'm being really, really real, yeah. the only thing we really, really need you to do is subscribe. Subscribe. Because what happens when you subscribe on Spotify or uh, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you do it, you just get the episode delivered to you Friday morning, willy-nilly, nothing to think about. It's just waiting for you. Whereas, if you don't subscribe, you have to actually think about us on your own. And we don't, we're not foolish enough to think that you guys are thinking about us on your own. No. So. Let the phone do the thinking for you. Exactly right. Yes. Rate, review, and subscribe, but mostly subscribe, subscribe to the No Joke Podcast Please. on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your episodes. Please. Um, because if you please do that, then you won't miss out on episodes like kids' jokes <laughs> and being in the fifth and a half month of a global pandemic yeah, really. where so much news is flying across our televisions yeah. and mobile devices, yes. where a new American president will hopefully be crowned in three months. Preach. Why wouldn't Adam and I be talking about kids' jokes? We have our finger on the pulse. The pulse of what? We have no idea. But it's a finger. Sure. We have a finger, and it's on some pulse somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my finger is on my wrist. I'm feeling my pulse, and so it's full of kids' jokes. Fine here, yeah. Adam, what would be a good goal for our third act of kids' jokes? Would you like to get fifty percent of them correctly, higher, lower? What do you think? I think that we can. I think that if each of us get one more correct answer, I would feel, frankly, great. I start. I personally started off rough with Pennsylvania. That was a bit of an anxiety moment for me, but I've since mm-hmm. calmed way down. And okay. um, and I feel back and I feel sort of my brain is a little bit looser. I'm feeling more limber. So I feel like if both you and I could get one more correct punchline, I'd feel pretty pretty good about that. Okay. I'm going to take that goal and I'm going to raise the stakes. Ooh. I'd like to potentially go lightning round style in Great. the third act. Great. I'd like to go high volume. This is going to be quantity over quality. Love this. Um, so what I'd like to do, Adam, is that we don't have to choose numbers anymore. Great. But you go first. Great. You tell me a setup. I will guess the punchline. If I'm wrong, so be it. And then I will just move on to the next one. Let's just see how many we can get because I think that to fully fulfill the promise of the premise of this, the kids' jokes episode, we need more kids' jokes. Let me just say, ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'm loving this. Thank you very much. Love to hear that. Love to hear that. (laughs) Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So, Adam, send me me, me your setup. Okay, Billy. Why do porcupines always win the game? Because they, mm, okay, we're close. We're almost there. Why do porcupines always win the game? Um, because <laughs> it's like Spike. Yeah. Uh, 
they because they know how to spike the ball. It's because they have the most points. They mm. have the most points. <laughs> that is spike very the good. Ball. Also would have accepted spike the ball. Very well done. All right. Very well done. Adam. Okay. Adam, how do you throw a party in space? Oh, how do you throw a party in space? Uh, um, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> stressful. How do you throw a party in space? Um, mm-hmm. you, you invite all the biggest stars. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> invites good. You invite- the answer that we were yeah. looking for, yes. however, is you plan it. Yeah, that's way better. Way better. Yep. But yours is good, too. Yep. Yours is a little L.A.-based, a little Hollywood-based. Okay. A little hell. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, this one. Here we go, Bill. Mm-hmm. What does a book do in the winter? What does a book, does a book do, do in the winter? Hiber, hibernate. <laughs> uh, library. Oh, that's so good, Bill. That's really, really good. The answer we were but. looking for was puts on a jacket. So, <laughs> so you really got to think about the like the real, literal, the real, real. literal. Yeah. Okay. Oh, for three in the lightning round three. of this, the kids joke episode of No Joke Podcast. Yeah. Kids jokes, no jokes. We should be getting more of these, right? Yes. Um, Adam, I have a question for you. Yes. I believe. Hit me. And that question is: What's the difference between roast beef and pea soup? Oh God. Okay. What's the difference between roast beef and pea soup? Yeah, it's a, it's actually really funny. What's the difference between roast beef and pea? This is genuinely a good joke. Oh God, I am I am racking my brains. I'm trying to think of a common linkage here. What is the pun that I'm after? Roast beef goes on a sandwich. Pea soup is a liquid, mushy liquid. Bill, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't even really have a great guess. I don't know the answer. I have your answer, Please. and the answer is anyone can roast beef. Oh, come on. I love it. I never would have got that, but I love that. That is great. I Anyone can that. roast beef, really the punchline cool. being that not everyone can pea soup. soup. Excellent. Really exquisite. That's like that's as racy as a kid's joke could get. It just refers to a genital. It's like it yes, just refers it, to one. Mm-hmm. But, but they don't say pee exactly, in the pee form, exactly, in the urination form. Exactly, so it's really it's satisfying. It's safe. Okay. Um, Bill? What dinosaur yes. had the best vocabulary? Thesaurus. Correct, Amundo. Ding, ding, ding. Obviously. You got it. That is wild. Yeah. That is wild because I tweeted out like two or three weeks ago. Oh. Uh, just a thought that crossed my mind, which yep. is I'm surprised that thesaurus, we gave the word thesaurus to books and no, not dinosaurs. Bill. Bill. Your saurus. brain. Is that the only saurus uh, that is non-dinosaur? Thesaurus. Thesaurus. George Soros. George mm, Soros. You're right. Yeah. No, you're right. You're, you're totally right. <laughs> the George Soros. Yeah. Totally, totally. George Soros. <laughs> Soros that could I have been that, joke yeah. 250. <laughs> 250. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, you really nailed that one to the wall, Bill. Good work. Okay. Good work. Let's see if you can uh, I'm follow des- my I'm lead. thirsty to get one here. Okay. Adam, what do you get if you cross a pie and a snake? Okay, what do you get mm-hmm. if you cross a pie with mm-hmm. a snake? Mm-hmm. Slither, slithering, sl- a pie, a P-I-E with a snake. Okay, uh, you, you get what you get, Bill, is a l- mm-hmm. l- l- crust. <laughs> 
filling. Um, fruit. Three. Jeez. Oh, uh, what two? Get is a um. One. Oh God. Um, Answers I, in. I hate myself. Uh. It's, uh <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't even. I I don't know. You get a a legless. A legless. You get a legless. Oh, geez. you get a python. A python. You get okay. a python. Okay, yeah. Sure. Great. That was the equivalent of owning an old dog and just watching it limp around the backyard for a while. <laughs> and then kill it. And, like, you know it's not having fun, and you know it wants to serve its master, but it just, just can't, can't do it anymore. do it anymore. It was, that, was a, that was tough audio. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Halfway through, you, like, stage whispered, I hate I hate, I hate. I hate myself. I can't. I, I don't know how to reconcile this. That is not the desired result. No. That is not the kids desired joke. result of playing the kids' jokes game on this The No Joke podcast. I hate myself. I hate myself. I don't think that's a punchline to any kid's joke. Um, um, while we're here and on the topic of I hate myself, that feels like a line that Matt Ingebretson would say on the television show Corporate, yes. which airs on Comedy yes. Central for how many more weeks now, Adam? Okay, so I think there's just two episodes left, I guess. So Wednesday, so so Wednesday, 10.30. By the time this episode of No Joke airs, there will be just one episode left. Wednesday, 10.30, Comedy Central. Thank you for remembering that. Okay, yes. okay. So you're saying that, what is that, like approximately August 26th or something, something is the like last that. episode? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, whatever that Wednesday is. Does yeah. the show, uh, not to get too sidetracked off of kids' jokes, yes. um, but does the show have a sort of big series finale ties everything together type end? Not really ties everything together. It definitely like references some things that have been planted earlier in the show, but like not there in no way does it like t- it doesn't really. There's no macro uber narrative that it is honoring in any way. It is just sort of its own okay. silly, silly episode. But with some, there, there is like, in, in some ways it ties some things together, but not in any way. Like, you don't have to watch the previous episodes to enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've enjoyed it immensely this season. Like, true oh. gut laughs coming out. So That's so sweet of you, Central. Bill. It's 10.30 on Wednesday nights. Yes, we have one or two more episodes for you guys to check out. Correct. You can probably also check out the backlog on the Comedy Central app. Correct. Thank you, Bill. Yes, of course. Please. Thank you yeah. for making it. We Let's do one more kid's joke each, Adam, okay. and let's finish by making our shot. Okay, okay. let's do this. we got to make the last shot before we leave the court. All right. Okay. All right. Um, um, Adam, throw me a punchline. Okay. Throw me a setup. Okay. Um, what building in New York has the most stories? What building mm. in New York has the most stories? The library. Correct. Absolutely correct. Ding, ding, ding. And you said it devoid of any joy, which is how that should be delivered. Yeah, this is now this is work. Now it didn't work. (laughs) I tell you, they make you think like, is it Empire State Building? Is it like World Trade? Is it Flatiron? But nope. Dial it all. Stories is the key. You got it, buddy. You got it. Okay. Nailed it. All right, Adam. Jesus. The pressure is on you. Fucking hell. The pressure is on you. Here we go. Okay. I'm going to loft out a I'm going to loft out a killer. Kids joke. Okay, here we go. In three. Two, okay. one. Adam, what do ghosts? What do ghosts like to eat in the summer? What do ghosts like to eat in the summer? Um, okay, so they call. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, uh, I, I scream. You are Stop. the man. Stop. Yes, yes. We Dude. have won this game. Oh my God. I'm so relieved. I scream, you scream, we all, we all scream. scream when we're ghosts. For I, I scream. scream. Oh my god, I'm so happy. Holy crap, I'm relieved. Adam, thank you for being so reliable. Um, when the when push comes to shove, we really needed that. Yeah, one. we needed that one, dude. Um, Good this man. was great. Well done. And this goes out again to Frank and Ryan and all the lovers of popsicle stick jokes out there. 
Um, yes. This is for you guys. We are not going to be asking for voice memos for some time because I'm telling you, I am drowning out here trying to make this sound normal and nice. <laughs> However, what we will be asking for beginning right here, right now, is your favorite kids joke, whether one that you Good have call. heard somewhere or one that you like to tell. It could be a dad joke, it could, could be call. a silly joke, but ultimately we want it to be a lighthearted kids joke. Email that to nojokepod at gmail.com or tweet your kids jokes too at no joke pod on Twitter. Yep. That's the best way to get in touch with us. Yep. But for the Kids Jokes episode, Adam, uh, we did it. We did it, man. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>